0: Welcome to revitalize the everyday audio bible with me your host Lily Lincoln. Today we'll be reading from Genesis 21, Psalm 21 and Matthew 21. Let's pray. Father, you know everything about us, our longing, our um our desires, our fears, our past, our present and our future. And there's nothing in our lives that you do not care about or that you cannot handle. Father, you are so wonderful and so kind. Father, you are are everywhere all the time and still with us in a very, very personal way and have decided to make your home in us. Father, I thank you for this time. I thank you for this week. I also thank you that it's Friday. Father, you've seen the challenges that we have had to face this week, and you have been with us every step of the way. As I read your word today, Holy Spirit, move in me in a way that brings rest and joy and truth and reconciliation to your people. You are the only God that I know, and the only God that is able able to... um, Ah, transform lives, and things and people have erected themselves up as gods, as um, status symbols, as icons, as idols, but there's nothing that compares to you, Jehovah, because you are the only God, you are the only true God. I thank you for today, and I thank you for the privilege of being able to read your word. Help me to bring people to you, in Jesus' name. Amen. Genesis 21. The Lord graciously remembered and visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for her as he had promised. So Sarah conceived and gave birth to a son for Abraham in his old age, at the appointed time of which God had spoken to him. Abraham named his son Isaac, laughter, the son to whom Sarah gave birth. So Abraham circumcised his son, Isaac. When he was eight days old, just as God had commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born. Sarah said, God has made me laugh. All who hear about our good news will laugh with me. And she said, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? For I have given birth to a son by him in his old age. The child, Isaac, grew and was weaned, and Abraham had held a great feast on the day that Isaac was weaned. Now at that, as time went on, Sarah saw Ishmael, the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, whom she had borne to Abraham, mocking Isaac. Therefore she said to Abraham, Drive out this maid and her son, for the son of this maid shall not be an heir with my son Isaac. The situation distressed Abraham greatly because of his son Ishmael. God said to Abraham, Do not let it distress you because of Ishmael and your maid. Whatever Sarah tells you, listen to her and do what she asks. For your descendants will be named through Isaac. And I will make a nation of Ishmael, the son of the maid, because he is your descendant. So Abraham got up early in the morning and took bread and a skin of water and gave them to Hagar, putting them on her shoulder, and gave her the boy and sent her away and she left but lost her way and wandered aimlessly in the wilderness of Bathsheba. when the water in the skin was all gone hagar abandoned the boy under one of the bushes then she went and sat down opposite him about a bow shot away for she said do not let me see the boy die and as she sat down opposite him she raised her voice and wept god heard the voice of the boy and the angel of god called hagar from heaven and said to her, What troubles you, Hagar? Do not be afraid, for God has heard the voice of the boy from where he is resting. Get up, help the boy, and hold him by the hand, for I will make him a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she went and filled the empty skin with water and gave the boy a drink. God was with ishmael and he grew and developed and he lived in the wilderness and became an expert archer he lived in the wilderness of paran and his mother took a wife for him from the land of egypt now at that time abimelech and phicol the commander of his army said to abraham god is with you in everything you do so now swear to me here by god that you will not deal unfairly with me by breaking any agreements we have, or with my son, or with my descendants. But as I have treated you with kindness, you shall do the same to me, and to the land in which you have sojourned and temporarily lived. And Abraham said, I will swear. And Abraham complained to Abimelech about a well of water, which the servants of Abimelech had violently seized from him. Abimelech said, I do not know who did this thing indeed you did not tell me and i did not hear of it until today so abraham took sheep and oxen and gave them to abimelech and the two men made a binding um, agreement a covenant then abraham set apart seven ewe lambs of the flock and abimelech said to abraham what is the meaning of these seven ewe lambs which you have set apart abraham said you are to accept these seven lambs from me as a witness for me that i dug this well Therefore, that place was called Beersheba, well of the oath or well of the seven. Because there, two of them saw an oath, they made a covenant at Beersheba. Then Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his army, got up and returned to the land of the Philistines. Abraham planted a tamarisk, tamarisk tree at Beersheba, and there he called on the name of the Lord in prayer the eternal God, and Abraham lived as a resident alien in the land of the Philistines for many days. Psalm 21. To the chief musician, a psalm of David, praise for help. O Lord, the king will delight in your strength and in your salvation. How greatly will he rejoice You have given him his heart's desire and you have not withheld the request of his lips for you meet him with blessings of good things. You set a crown of pure gold on his head. He asked life of you and you gave it to him. Long life forever and evermore. His glory is great because of your victory. Splendour and majesty you bestow upon him for you make him most blessed and a blessing forever you make him joyful with the joy of your presence of your presence for the king confidently trusts in the lord and through the loving kindness faithfulness goodness of the most high he will never be shaken your hand will reach out and defeat all your enemies your right hand will reach those who hate you you will make them as if in a blazing oven in the time of your anger the Lord will swallow them up in his wrath and the fire will devour them their offspring you will destroy from the earth and their descendants from the sons of men for they planned evil against you they devised a malevolent plot and they will not succeed for you will make them turn their backs in defeat you will aim your bowstring of divine justice at their faces be exalted Lord In your strength, we will sing and praise your power. Matthew 21 When they approached Jerusalem and reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples ahead, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and at once you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her, untie them and bring them to me if anyone says anything to you you should say the lord needs them and without delay the owner will send them with you this happened so that what was spoken by the prophet would be fulfilled saying tell the daughter of zion the people of jerusalem behold your king is coming to you gentle and mounted on a donkey even on a colt the foal of a beast of burden that's Isaiah 62, verse 11, Zechariah 9, verse 9, verse 6 of Matthew 21. Then the disciples went and did as Jesus had instructed them, and they brought the donkey and the colt and placed their coats on them, and Jesus sat on the coats. Most of the crowd spread their coats on the road as before a king, while others were cutting branches from trees and spreading them on the road. The crowd that went ahead of him and those that followed him was shouting in praise and adoration. Hosanna to the Son of David, Messiah, blessed, praised, glorified is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When he entered Jerusalem, all the city was trembling with excitement, saying, Who is this? And the crowds were saying, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth in Galilee. And Jesus entered the temple grounds and drove out with force all who were buying and selling birds and animals for sacrifice in the temple area and he turned over the tables of the money exchangers who made a profit exchanging money for temple coinage and the chairs of those who were selling doves for sacrifice jesus said to them and it is written in the scripture my house shall be called a house of prayer but you are making it a robber's den and the blind and the lame came to him in porticoes and courts of the temple and he healed them but when the chief priests and the scribes saw the wonderful and miraculous things that Jesus had done and heard the boys who were shouting in the porticoes and courts of the temple in praise and adoration, Hosanna to the son of David the Messiah they became indignant and they said to him do you hear what these children are saying and Jesus replied to them yes Have you never read in the scripture, out of the mouths of infants and nursing babies, you have prepared and provided praise for yourself? Then he left them and went out of the city to Bethany and spent the night there. Now early in the morning, as Jesus was coming back to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a lone fig tree at the roadside, he went to it and found nothing but leaves on it. And he said to it, never again will fruit come from you and at once the fig tree withered. When the disciples saw it, they were astonished and asked, how is it that this, the fig tree has withered away all at once? And Jesus replied to them, I assure you, and most solemnly say to you, if you have faith, personal trust and confidence in me and do not doubt or allow yourself to be drawn in two directions, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, it will happen, if God wills it, and whatever you ask for in prayer, believing, you will receive. When he entered the temple area, the chief priests and elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and saying, By what kind of authority are you doing these things, and who gave you this authority to exercise this power? Jesus replied to them, I will also ask you a question, and if you tell me the answer," then I will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, from where did it come? From heaven, that is, ordained by God, or from men? And they began debating among themselves, considering the implications of their answer, saying, if we say from heaven, he will say to us, then why did you not believe John? But if we say from men, we are afraid of the response of the crowd, for they all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we do not know, And he said to them, neither will I tell you by what kind of authority I do these things. What do you think? There was a man who had two sons, and he came to the first and said, son, go and work in the vineyard today. And he answered, I will not. But afterward he regretted it and changed his mind and went. Then the man came to the second son and said the same thing. And he replied, I will, sir. But he did not go which of the two did the will of the father the chief priests and the elders replied the first one and jesus said to them i assure you and most solemnly say to you that the tax collectors and the prostitutes will get into the kingdom of god before you for john came to you walking in the way of righteousness and you did not believe him but the tax collectors and the prostitutes did believe him and you seeing this did not even change your mind afterward and believe him accepting what he proclaimed to you listen to another parable there was a landowner who planted a vineyard and put a wall around it and dug a wine press in it and built a tower and rented it out to tenant farmers and went on a journey to another country when harvest time approached he sent his servants to the tenants to get his share of the fruit but the tenants took his servants and beat one killed another and stoned a third Again he sent other servants more than the first time and they treated him the same way. Finally he sent his own son to them saying they will respect my son and have regard for him. But when the tenants saw the son they said to themselves this man is the heir come on let us kill him and seize his inheritance. So they took the son and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Now when the owner of the vineyard comes back What will he do to those tenants? They said to him, He will put those despicable men to a miserable end, rent out the vineyard to other tenants of good character, who will pay him the proceeds at the proper seasons. Jesus asked them, Have you never read in scriptures, the very stone which the builders rejected and threw away has become the chief cornerstone? This is the Lord's doing, and it is marvellous and wonderful in our eyes. Psalm 118, 22 and 23. Therefore I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to another people who will produce fruit of it. And he who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces, but he on whom it falls will be crushed. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they understood that he was talking about them. And although they were trying to arrest him, they feared the people because they regarded Jesus as a prophet this is the word of the lord let's pray father your word absolutely blows my mind and i love the way the lord jesus taught he was incredibly articulate and used the um modern day amenities to explain to people how the kingdom of god worked they understood agricultural language Language about land and farming, they understood language to do with vineyards and sons and inheritance because these people that walked with him daily would have come from a Jewish culture they knew the Torah inside out. it was a bit obligatory for the sons the sons of Jewish families to learn the Torah word for word by the age of five, so they had the law they had the 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 son of this um wealthy landowner with them, and they desecrated his name they destroyed him in the parable and then in reality Jesus was crucified now father you didn't have to give your word to us you didn't have to teach us you didn't have to use your son to bring salvation to mankind you didn't have to provide the word but how fortunate are we that we have the word and we can read and we can decide to be the people who rejected the chief cornerstone or the people that were fruitful with the work Now, I'm not saying that people that are listening are prostitutes and tax collectors. No, what I'm saying is if you, if you who are listening, believe, then you will indeed partake the glory of which was left for those who follow Christ. Now, Father, I am so excited about what your word can do. Now, I know I've read the book of Matthew so many times. I've read the Psalms and the book of Genesis so many times and I still don't know even uh, a tenth, a tenth of what I really ought to know. But you're so gracious to me that you reveal it to me in your word every day through the power of your Holy Spirit. And I ask you, Holy Spirit, would you extend that grace and that mercy and wisdom and revelation and insight to all those who are listening so that the word would excite them, the word would transform them. You've challenged me today. Will I reject the chief cornerstone or will I continue to accept Jesus as Lord? Because I've made one decision for all time 19 years ago, but every day I give myself over to the King. And so today, Father, we give ourselves over to you again, to be used by you again. Holy Spirit, we are continuing to stand with America at this time that you would move in America again. You'd have your perfect way, that the way you hovered and brooded over the chaos and darkness as the earth was being formed, that you would hover and brood over the UK now, where there is chaos and disorder and confusion. Can you bring transparency and light and clarity to to all governments and local boroughs and local authorities, every territory? You are the son of God and you have All authority in heaven and on earth, and things below the earth. So I now place every jurisdiction and every borough and every territory and every county and every city and every country in the United Kingdom into your loving hands that the Lord Jesus Himself would reign on high in the hearts and minds of every man and woman, not just me and not just those listening, but across the nations. You said you'd give me the nations for my inheritance, and I ask you, Father. I ask you father to give me the nations as part of my inheritance that they would glorify you. And I speak life into the UK and peace and purity and truth. And I speak light into the United States of America for purity, for peace and for truth. And I speak into Ghana. I speak into the house, houses of authorities there that there be peace and purity, unity and truth. And may your kingdom come and may your will be done. And when our Lord Jesus comes back, may he find me, millions of others. Every child being born, every couple of seconds, every family being established, every marriage being created, you'd find us faithful and take us to be with you in glory. Now, I'm excited about that. And I'm encouraged, Father, for this declaration of faith. Challenge me that I will grow and live a life worthy, 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 worthy of my calling and my election. You have no favourites and you love us all just the same. So have your perfect way in us. As we continue in this lockdown, I just really consider and lift those up who are being furloughed for the uncertainty that they may face, that you would be their sure foundation and strong tower but this lockdown will be used to strengthen families, strengthen marriages, that students would realign and refocus, and that they would be encouraged that they still have a future. For newlyweds who are nervous about this time together, for new mums, for pregnant women who are worried about going into hospitals because of what's going on, I speak peace over you all. And regarding Sarah, For any of you out there who have been trying to conceive and have not had success yet, may this time of lockdown be a testimony to your success that you too would give birth birth to a son or a daughter this time next year. Be glad as you become a mother. The Lord will do it for you. Father, you are my God and my King and I I love you and I honour you today. Have your way in us all. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now I'm going to hand you over to Naya, who will lead you in a prayer of salvation. Please listen to each line and repeat um, after her. Thank you, Naya.
1: Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me and and forgiving me of my sins so I can have a personal relationship with you. I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made and I know I need you to help me live Your word says in Romans 10, verse 9, If you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I believe you are the Son of God and I confess you as my Saviour and Lord. Take me just as I am and work in my heart making me the person you want me to be. I want to live for you, Jesus. And I am so grateful to, grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in the new life with you today. I love you, Jesus.
0: Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Naya and Jaden. Now, if that was your first time playing the Prayer of Salvation, we would like to warmly welcome you into the family of God. it's the best decision that you'll ever make and um, (laughs) I would like to encourage you to join your local church online read your Bible every single day listen to music that glorifies God, surround yourself with um, other believers, like minded people, people proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord and just remember that you are absolutely loved and so valued and you made the best decision today to follow Christ have a wonderful day Bye-bye. Bye.